1: Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This guy, honestly, is one of our favorite guests. You hear him uh, with Key Life and Steve Brown Monday through Friday on Faith Talk Atlanta. We've talked to Steve a number of times over over the years. He always makes us laugh. He always challenges us with his message. And it's always a good thing because we leave with uh, a full heart and a smile. Steve, how are you?
2: Dan, uh, Dick, Dan, it's uh, Don. It's so good. No, it's Dan. I'm sorry. I'm old. I'm old as dirt, and I'm doing the best I can. Okay. <laughs> I've been looking forward course. to this.
1: Hey, Steve is uh, of course uh, is a uh, a pastor, author, speaker. He does so much. A new book that he has out is called "Laughter and Lament: The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow." Interesting. Steve, how did you come about to put this together? Because it, it it is the truth, right? We experience both, but sometimes we hear messages that are out there and it's always about joy or it's always about sorrow, but there's two. Why did you write this book?
2: Well, it, it was really funny how I was teaching at the Cove, the Billy Graham Training Center. And I get there pretty often. And uh, that's my home. I grew up in those mountains. And um, the people at the Cove wanted me to tell them what I was going to do for the next seminar that I was going to teach. And I hadn't even thought about it. They wanted to say something to the people that were there for that one to promote it. And so I said the first thing that came to my mind. We're going to talk about the laughter of the redeemed. And they said, okay. And so they promoted it. And then the people at that seminar said, what are you going to do? And I said, we're going to tell our best jokes to each other. It's going to (laughs) be one of the best seminars we've ever had. (laughs) Well, you know, one was. Uh, in the months before I did that seminar on the laughter of the uh, redeemed, I started doing research and uh, biblical research, and I kept hitting the tears as well as the laughter. Mm. And, uh, and then I started thinking about it, and I, said, I thought, you know, I've never been to a Christian funeral when there wasn't laughter. Mm. What's with that? Yeah. And I've been doing pastor thing forever, longer probably than a lot of our viewers and listeners have been alive. And I've uh, buried more babies and cleaned up after more suicides and stood beside more deathbeds than I can even remember. And in every case that I remember, there was laughter. And I, I thought, you know, what's with that? That's worth pursuing. And so I changed the name of the seminar that I was doing at the Cove to Laughter and Lament, hmm. and spent uh, four sessions teaching on it. And out of that soil came this book, which is one hmm. of the truly great works of Christendom. And if you believe that, you'll believe anything.
1: But it's uh,
2: Artist, and I discovered a lot of things I had not seen before.
1: Wow! Hmm.
2: Now, Steve, why do you think it is that uh, you know you talk about laughter, which is great, and we love laughter, but lamenting, you know, and how often we try to avoid sadness and tears, and people just say, "Oh, just suck it up, don't cry." Why? Why do we try to avoid that feeling that God gave us, that emotion? Because we don't like that emotion. I mean, we have a religion, when it's skewed, that suggests that happy every day is what Jesus called us to. And when we don't feel that, we feel the need to either fail or deny it or turn away from it. Hmm. Uh, The fact is, we live in a fallen world. There's some bad stuff going on. Yeah. The world. Uh, there's some bad stuff going on in our lives. Uh, we face death. The statistic is one out of one. We've lost people that we've loved so much. We listen for the the footfalls and there aren't very more. Um, uh, I just, and, and as a pastor for so many years, you know, I have a lot of lines in my face, and some of them are lines from frowning and crying, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are laugh lines, too. But it's kind of like if you don't go to the cross, you don't get the resurrection. This is simply not saying anything, the The Bible does not turn away from the pain and the darkness and the suffering. It looks at it, it doesn't give a lot of answers. I'm not sure we would understand the answers if God told us. Job, for instance, is not a book of answers, it's a book of questions and reality. Right. And so. Uh, and so, uh, and one of the interesting things that I found and thought about it, and I'm not criticizing. Uh, I love the church. I've All that Augustine said, the church is a prostitute, but she's my mother, and that's certainly mm-hmm. true. So I'm not throwing rocks when I say this. But as I was working on this book. I was going regularly as I have all my life to the worship services of the church. And I noticed there was no time to cry. The Mm -hmm. songs were songs of praise and they ought to be. Uh, People held up their hands. There was smiles everywhere, but there was no place uh, where somebody with a broken heart could identify Wow! There was no place to share your tears. There was no place to say, I'm dying here. Can anybody help me? And we don't build that at worship services. And yet the worship services that are related in scripture are filled with those times of lament, the book of Psalms, which is the hymn book, for the mm. covenant people of the Old Testament, the Book of Psalms has significant number of psalms of lament, of yeah. tears, of broken hearts, of complaint, mm. of uh, of, and uh, and it is obvious to all of us who are Christians that Jesus didn't. Jesus ended up on a cross crying that God had forsaken him. And he was quoting a psalm, but he was also talking about what he was feeling at that time. He felt that his father had turned away from him. Mm -hmm. And when we feel that, there's a point of identification with Jesus, and there ought to be a, a time among God's people when we're allowed to do that but only if we're allowed to tell our jokes, too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because so good. joy is a part of the pa- package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve
1: Brown, uh, host of Key Life, pastor, author, speaker. New book is called Laughter and Lament. Steve, uh, it's been out for a little while. What have you heard from folks that have read it? Uh, probably a sigh of relief in some senses, right?
2: <laughs> well... It hasn't been out very long. The only people that have it, it's in bookstores now and on Amazon. and it So I'll start getting the criticism and the anger and the cancellation. <laughs> I always do. And then I'll get a lot of praise, too. I always get that, too. But right now, the book is in my board members' hands and my friends' hands and my family's uh, hands. And so they're not going to say anything except good things.
1: They love me, even
2: if they don't like it. So I haven't started getting the criticism. You know, I was thinking when when I was talking, uh, this sounds like a book uh, that's a downer. It's really not. not, uh, It's not a book that you read and then want to go jump off a bridge somewhere. Uh, there really is woven into our lives from the God who often laments. The cross is a sign of God's lament. Hmm. Um, And uh, the resurrection is the sign of God's laughter. and That is mixed in this book. This is a book of freedom. You know, uh, when we, when we avoid the realities that God, in His loving sovereignty, is given to us, and pretend they don't exist, and uh, walk around telling everybody we're fine, we miss the burden of the burdens being lifted, of God entering our lives with great joy, and uh, so we end up just being religious. And religion doesn't hurt it when it gets really doesn't cut it when it gets really
1: dark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Steve Brown, the host of Key Life. Uh, You can go to keylife.org. As as uh, Steve mentioned, it's at Amazon. You can pick up the book. Uh, Go to keylife.org. You can find out more about some of the other resources that uh, Steve and the team have. Laughter and lament. Looking forward to reading this book. Always a great time with you, Steve. We love you. Uh, We love your wit and we love your depth. You really do encourage us and you challenge us as well. Thank you so much. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst.
0: And I'm Dan Ratcliffe.
1: This is Faith Talk Live.